Hey nerds, we are back this week to talk The Last of Us, HBO Max, HBO Maxes, I am sorry. Uh, one of their newest hit shows with one of our favorite actors. But before we get into favorites, we're going to talk about what we are drinking as we are the spirited nerds. So Shauna, what are you drinking as a spirited nerd tonight? <laughs> uh, okay, so because of it, it's The Last of Us, I really thought I was going to do red wine. Then I drank it all. So instead, I'm bringing my my whiskey back, but I'm also drinking it out of my Geralt of Rivia whiskey glass. So I'm representing video games and video game adaptations and not just the last nice. of us. Cheers. Cheers. Great minds think alike. And I'll tell you why in a second. But David, what are you drinking? Um, I'm also drinking whiskey. I'm drinking Uncle Nearest because it's Black History Month. I mean, it's not just because it's not just because it's Black History Month. It's because it's really fucking oh. good, but also it's Black History Month. So I made it a point to buy from a black business. Um, and I'm drinking mine out of my glass that my best friend bought me for my birthday or for Christmas. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mariah. I'm I'm back to the mio and Fuck. vodka. It's just <laughs> easy to do. So. Three, three times in a row. I'll take it because when she started shaking her head like I that, thought she I was about to say she wasn't drinking. No, no, I was on mute. I was trying to get off mute. I thought okay. she was about to describe yeah. it like a protein shake or something. Mio vodka. Mio and vodka. What flavor Mio? It's like a, a acai berry. It's pretty good. Mio was stepping up. I thought it was just like red and green and blue. She got an acai. That's pretty fancy. All right. Uh, Shauna, I also was going to do a red wine in honor of Bill tonight, uh, but I didn't want to. So I tried to keep it kind of <laughs> Bill and Frankish. And then David, when we went to Wegmans the other night, we picked up those Blackberry East. Oh, is Austin it good? Ciders, East Ciders, awesome. It is so good. And I figured since berry, strawberry, it still kind of ties in with that Bill and Frank episode. But yeah, I didn't feel like drinking red wine tonight because, yeah. Got me a cider. Blackberry cider. So, yes. That sounds really good. Cheers to you all, my nerds. Um, We've talked about apocalyptic events in the past on this show and how I will not fare well in them. I don't know. We'll talk about the rest of you, but I will not fare well. But this one started out 1968. My very first note for this show was, it is wild that we used to smoke indoors. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was my very first note. I saw those scientists. I was just, just puffing. And I'm like, we used to smoke indoors. My parents would take us to restaurants. And you, the first two questions they would ask you is, how many people in your party? Smoking or non-smoking? That was your, that was, those were your cho- that was your choice. And my parents would always say, first available. And I would look up at them <laughs> and just say, I don't want first. Can we please have non-smoking? I mean, please. If we're all being honest, though, Denise, there, it's not like there was a partition or anything. Like it was a, it was a smoking. You were yeah, smoking it was all indoors. Smoking. It was all smoking. <laughs> it was, but it just, I just, it would have felt better to me if I was just, I don't know. But first available. But okay. so we get a lot of science right off the bat. We get um, these two scientists, and the first one just basically saying, "Look, a virus keeps me up at night." It's going to affect millions of us, bacteria. It, like, if it's just, it's something that keeps us up. And then the other guy was like, oh, yeah, the host is like, yeah, it must keep you up at night at two. Huh? He says, fuck no. That's child's play. You know what keeps me up at night? Fungus. <laughs> Fungus keeps me up at night. 
the fact that there is a fungus right now who will go into an ant to take over its entire body, keep it alive. That was pretty crazy. To the point where it wants to go out and find other hosts. That keeps me up because if climate change happens and the earth just gets a little bit hotter and a little bit hotter, this shit can live in us. And it will do it to us and fuck infecting millions like a virus. It's going to infect billions. And unlike a virus that we've been fighting since the dawn of time, so we have, you know, uh, what is the word I'm trying to think of? You know, medicine, basically, I guess. We don't have anything to prepare for this shit. No. no. We we can fight <laughs> bacteria. We can fight viruses. We have nothing to fight fungi that attack so we're us. Fucked. He said we lose. Yeah. He really did. We lose. And then the next episode, episode two, we get another scientist who gets pulled out of her lunch, poor thing, gets taken into a room to do an autopsy, does a small incision. This virus, this fungi is trying to come at her from the, the host is dead and the fungi is trying to get to her. She tucks tail and runs and tells the first, the military man she sees, bomb us all, bomb us. Yep. We lost. The science was sciencing very hard in the very first two episodes. <laughs> How did yeah. you all feel about it? And David, you chuckled and I don't know why, but what were your thoughts? On what, the science? I don't know the science and the fact you I don't know you laughed. I just I was just wondering. Oh, I mean, I can't remember what I was laughing at. I think it was something the way you said something I laughed at. But um okay. I didn't really care. <laughs> I don't know if it sounds bad. I I don't really care how we got here. It was like, oh, it's 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 scientifically accurate. I don't fucking care. Um it's it's a show about zombies. So you don't care that there is there's a fungus in this actual world. Because there's another thing that kind of no, jaw really dropped did. me was as soon as I got off of the 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 episode, the internet's are going wild showing this fungus and this ant relationship that it actually happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. To ants. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember like watch. I watched a lot of nature documentaries as a kid. I'm sure surprising no one, but like I remember learning about that for the first time as a kid, and it was seriously the shit of nightmares. So seeing it. As a part of this show, I was like, ah, no, this is a great pick because I'm right from the jump definitely going to have nightmares about this. Mariah, you've never, you haven't seen it yet. So just thinking about the fact that this is how, you know, once you do watch it, this is how the the pandemic or the epidemic starts. Are you, were you, what do you think? What do you think about it? Well, I, so I did watch the first episode. Oh, okay. Um, this will probably be an unpopular opinion, but I think that I am like zombied out and I really blame The Walking Dead. So I just don't have the interest as much, but I think the way that they've decided on how we become zombies is really cool. Like I think the organic like material, us eating food, like the fungus, like I think that's a really cool like take on it. Mm-hmm. Um but the one thing, I, when the zombie came like running around the corner in the first episode, I looked at Eric and I was like, this is too much. And this, <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I think, I think the whole fungus wheat thing is like a, like a, maybe like more realistic. So it's kind of scary. Cause like, that's something that probably could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. There were. So that's my hot take. I, there were two other things about it being like fungi or like fungus that 
for me really added value to because I I can totally see where you're coming from, Mariah. Was like we have we've had a lot of zombies, um, but the two elements that this introduced that I thought were really great were the idea of if you step on a spore anywhere, they're all interconnected and they can kind of call them all in from all over the place. Cause that I've, you watch a documentary about mushrooms and stuff. That's exactly how it works. They're all interconnected. They're the largest fucking organism on the planet. It's insane. Um, you so watch documentaries about mushrooms. I have in the past, not recently, but yeah, they they do. They're all like interconnected under the ground. It's insane. They're they're mm-hmm. one. They're really good one on Netflix. Yeah, they're like one huge organism. It's insane. The other thing that I thought was really cool because and we do see a scene to that effect where you kind of like step on one and then within like a certain radius, the, they're all alerted. But the other thing I really thought, and they haven't really come down definitively on it yet in the show, I think. But the idea that even if people are infected, Uh-oh. they I- I think we lost. I didn't leave. Shauna. Oh no. Oh no, she's right there. Oh, there she goes. We see you. Yeah. Okay. Where did where did I drop off? <laughs> Man, it was a trail, so I'm not. <laughs> the last thing we heard was that when she stepped on it and alerted everybody. That was the last oh thing no. We heard. Okay. Well, then the, uh, the okay. So then the other piece that I thought was really really cool with the introduction of this cordyceps fungus is that people may or may not still be conscious so yeah that also to me adds a whole different nightmare dimension to this idea of this version of infected slash zombies because in most of the others people die they flatline and then they are reanimated whereas in this they get infected their body is taken over but possibly not their brains so they might be aware of all of this horrible crazy shit that they are doing and being subjected to yeah, man. Oh, I it, the one scene where Ellie was underground in that one um, place her and Joel went to, and she saw it, and it was the stalker. Yeah, and we'll talk about the different types, and it was kind of buried, mm-hmm. and she was doing the knife, and it was the eye was following it around. I was like, oh man, yeah. So I was wondering at what it to a degree is the person still in there, or is it totally at this point just the fungus? Um, ugh. it's very creepy though. That when you make those incisions and you don't see blood or anything, you see the fungus in like in the layer on top, directly underneath the skin. It just I, the whole it's just weird. Yeah, I like the zombie. I'm also zombied out, but I'm the t- traditional, typical zombied out. This one feels new to me, so I'm I'm very I'm I'm invested in this sort of zombie story. I think where this one feels different like for it. me is because it's not it's not that heavy on zombies. Like they're not a constant threat in the in the show yeah i mean you know it's it seems like just kind of like it was in the game where you have you have to have them because you've got to shoot something in the game it seems like they're here because you you have to have that extra threat but i don't think they're the focus of the show which is why i think i'm so okay with them yeah you have the people threat too, because a yeah. lot of times in like um, in a zombie story like that, I think of me trying to get away from the zombies, completely forgetting that you have the raiders and you have the hunters and you have the government that you're also trying to um, get around or as an obstacle to you. And like you said, it's a it's a game too, so you have these obstacles placed in front of you. So these are other layers that you have to work past in the game. Yeah. So. They introduced those kind of obstacles really well in the uh, in the show too, with 
the soldiers, you know, him and his, his daughter trying to get away. The soldier was, a very, I mean, other than the zombies, the soldier was a real threat that they came across. Right. Unfortunately, he took his daughter from him. Yeah. And the soldier, again, when they're trying to sneak out of town, that he has to beat to death. So they're always running into the human elephant, too. When they're in the woods and she tries to light the fire, and he's like, no, because we don't want to alert the, the people, not the, the zombies. It's the people we don't want to alert. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're constantly... they lots of obstacles not just zombies so yeah that is absolutely true oh yeah definitely in like a hypothetical real world zombie apocalypse i'm always like i'm afraid of the people not whatever zombies are running around like my goal is always to get away from like get to the people that i know and love and get away from everybody else that's always like my hypothetical goal i wish i could say the same because my goal is just to just get away all right from life I don't know. So y'all, y'all would like if it happened to y'all, y'all would like try to live through it. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Look, I told. So I honestly, I don't, I don't think so. I think I would tap out pretty early. And I was having this conversation with my husband the other day, and you all, you all know Mike. Um, and he was like, "Why is this something that you're seriously thinking through?" I was like, "Look, I, I'm just telling you. I, I don't think I would want to live in that world." Um. No. And he was like, no, you get in the car and you do it. So I was like, oh, my God, you haven't thought this through at all. The roads are blocked. You don't want to be on the roads in an apocalypse. So, um, yeah, we have very different ideas of what happens in the immediate aftermath of the apocalypse. But I, I don't think it's worth sticking around. Like, what society are you going to live in that's going right. to be, like, great? Dumping no. kids in a fire pit for a living. I'm not. No. 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 Ration cards? Yeah, once that first no. plane. They showered or bathed, nope. brushed their teeth. No, shoelaces were were like gold. Yeah, shoelaces. Whatever world you can rebuild is not. I just don't think it's worth the fight to get there. No, absolutely not. So yeah, fighting to stay alive. Imagine that. No, so cheers you. to the spirited nerds. We are tapping out. If there is an apocalypse, see y'all later. Not gonna be a part of that nonsense. Nope. So just just real quick, while we're on this depressing kick, and then we can move on. As I was rewatching yeah. it this morning, I realized that this was just two years after nine eleven in their yeah. world. So it was like yeah, nine eleven, and then everybody's and then gone. This. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. Do we Shit. did we want to talk about the change to ending the world in? 2003 versus 2013 in the game or are we not prepared for so, that discussion i've never played the game so yeah if there's something that you if you i'm gonna be it, real it. honest with you um i downloaded the game thinking that we were just gonna be fighting people i did not realize that there were zombies in the game at the time i downloaded it, which was years ago when it first came out oh uh Fair. i didn't make it out of the house <laughs> <laughs> the, the, okay. the game op- the game opens you're, you're Sarah and you have to leave the house to start the game I was like nope this is creepy as shit I didn't make it out of the house so okay but you know what in the show Sarah made it out the house yes she did Sarah followed a poor dog who was trying to warn her yes and sh- for some reason yeah. we all know you listen to animals Sarah didn't listen to that animal no, no. that dog was like I want dog. in your house let me in Sarah your missed house. a lot of red flags no, you're right. Sarah missed a lot of red flags. And I love Sarah, but I was like, Sarah, I need you to listen. Channel the black side of you right now. Because you're walking into a house that has a man on the floor, bloodied up, and you're still walking towards him. 
you see yeah. someone to the right of you eating somebody and you're still in this house, Sarah. Why are you still in this house? She looked at that nigga and she said, you killed her. <laughs> like, bitch, you, killed her. you just saw her eat somebody, motherfucker. What are you talking about? You're seeing jets yeah. and planes and cops and things on fire, and you want to stop and pick up the family on the side of the road. That girl was dumb. It was super sad when she died. Yeah, it was. But man, that was, was she? Yeah, movie. she was blind to a she lot wasn't of stuff made for going that world. on her. She was not. She was not. She. So the, while I was very sad for her to go, I was actually I was like, yeah, this is this needed to happen because you would not have made it. No, she she needed to punch that ticket when she did. She wasn't gonna get <laughs> get very far. Nah. Punched that ticket. <laughs> so in the game, David, you didn't make it out of the house. No. Uh, <laughs> Sean, have you played the game? Okay, so I have not played the game. However, I have. it's always been on my radar because it has gotten amazing reviews for the narrative of the game. And it's been out mm-hmm. for a while, so it's always kind of been there, and I know there's a sequel. Um, but it does not align with the type of game that I like to play, which is more like action adventure fantasy, where my weapons are more like bows and arrows and swords and things. It's, you know, it's The Witcher, it's Horizon Zero Dawn. It's it's that kind of, I don't like like pew pew shooting games. I just, games with guns and stuff just aren't really my vibe. So I just don't really get to do any zombie games. It's just not really... They don't. There's just no real overlap. I don't know why. I don't. I, every zombie apocalypse type of story has guns involved, which never made any sense to me because they're usually sound sensitive. So why is everybody running, running, running around with guns? Anyways, that's my long rant about how I have not played the game. Um, <laughs> all also, that to say. All that to say, I have not played the game, but I know, I know of the game, and I know a lot about the game. Because okay. I, I had to, I had really had to decide whether or not I was going to play it, and I came down on the side of I don't think so. Yeah, I, I went in blind. <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm about to say I, I came, I came down the same way you did. I was like, I'm not going to play it. I did watch the there, there's mm-hmm. complete histories you can watch on YouTube. So I watched yes. one. A, I mean, a long time ago. I never anticipated this becoming a show, but mm-hmm. fucking amazing story. Yeah. yeah, it is such a good story. Yeah. And they have. And- the writer from the video game is on the show too. So they are really committed to keeping his vision um, in line, but he's also been very vocal about, I wouldn't have agreed to do an adaptation if I wasn't open to adaptation. As long as we can get, as long as we can keep the story true to the story, then like we can change some things, but I have a narrative that I want to make sure that we're following and that we're true to that narrative because the narrative is insanely good. I like how even though it's a TV show, it still feels like it is a video game. There are things that they do to where it makes me feel like I'm actually still in the game. Like a lot of the POV stuff, because the game is from a point of view of you as being Joel or Ellie walking around. Uh, When they were in the truck, how everything was happening from inside the truck. There weren't any exterior shots of them being in the truck and driving around. And even when they were in the house, to me, um, when Joel was talking to Tommy and he was in jail, just hearing his voice felt like I was in the gameplay, you know, just hearing the other person from a distance talking. Because how cool would it have been to have a shot of Tommy in the jail? Because he's like, everything's going crazy in here and seeing how is everything going crazy in there? But they kept you with Joel, kind of just hearing it. So you're using your imagination to hear, okay, what is happening in this jail? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of aspects during 
the show that made it feel like game, like it was still a game. Did you guys pick up on any of that, or did it feel like a TV show to you? It feels like a TV show to me. Okay, and so I, it was and, just me. I was like, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I never, I never played the game, so I never really got a feel for what it was supposed to be game wise. Which I feel, I, I mean, I see what you're saying, like with the, with the truck in the beginning when they're getting out of town. And you see everything from base, like the driver's seat, like you would in a video game. I understand, like that's what they were probably going for. I just, I, I don't really feel a connection to it. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, even like the scenery, like when they were walking around old, you know, Boston, and the the way the buildings were leaning on each other, and then just the way things were overgrowing and the lighting, and yeah. um, there was something else. Oh. When she was explaining to her, and Shawnee, you kind of touched on this, how if you touch something here and it'll wake it up there. Some of the times when they were telling her, explaining to her how it worked, again, this could have just been me. It felt like an in-game tutorial. Like, you know how you're walking around there explaining mm-hmm. to you how things are working mm-hmm. because they don't, how else are you going to learn about how the game is working? There's, That's yep. how they explain it. So a lot of it felt like in-game tutorial of them mm-hmm. when they're telling her things. Huh. I feel like they're explaining it to me, too, how this all works. So. Yep. Um, and I can't take credit for this and I honestly don't remember who I saw, but there was um a, a, a creator on TikTok who was saying too that the entire episode with Bill and Frank um still kind of played into the fact that it was a video game because it kind of acted like a cutscene. Like, okay, you're through the introduction, you're about to be like dumped into the larger world, like you're done your tutorial stage. Here's a cutscene that's going to kind of introduce you now. Like now you are going out into the world at large good luck to mm. you so even that i thought was like okay i can i can kind of see that um because mm. yeah even just like taking a pause in the action to slow things down and do that kind of exposition that is a very video mm. game type of thing okay so you beat the first boss all right let's do a cutscene. let's calm down a little bit let's give you all the loot that you would let's get you all the knowledge that you accrued how does have how does that impact what you've seen and how it will go forward nice. and they got a bunch of loot they got the truck, they got all that cool shit, and then they drove a little bit and lost it all. So <laughs> Yeah, and me I mean that was wow. not not very long before all of that was gone. I serious I was like, Bill would be so pissed at you, Joel. Bill would be like, You fucking idiot. You know better than this. I could just you know see better. him turning over in his grave. Poor Bill. Oh. That poor that poor bed. The Bill and Frank's excellent adventure episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, at the end of that episode, someone was cutting onions in my house. Surprisingly, I did not think that was going to affect me the way it did. It was funny. The very first thought that I had, because that was when episode two at the end of it, we just see, we just saw Joel lose Tess. Yep. And then the whole time I was thinking to myself, when we started episode three and you kind of saw how he was still kind of going through that loss, the question that I was thinking of what's worse Going through the apocalypse alone with your when you're by yourself, or going through it with someone and then losing that person. I mean, they both suck, but that was my thought. I was like, "Damn, is it should is it worse that he went through it with her and lost her, or would it be worse going through it alone?" And then it's weird because you kind of see again. I didn't know what the episode was about to be about, so I didn't see Bill starting it alone and seeing how just sad and lonely he was, and then getting Frank, and then losing Frank. Well, not really. Well, kind of, sort of. But then the two of them, I don't know. That was just my thought walking into that episode. So, very. I hear all of what you're saying, but I think Bill and Frank is 
is its own type of thing because what like again this because the game because this show is now set in 2003 and again I can't take credit for these original ideas they were I've been scrolling a lot on the socials and a lot of people have been talking <laughs> about this but um in 2003 in the United States these men were not really they they were definitely not allowed to be married and that life that they led together in the apocalypse probably seemed unattainable to them they probably didn't even know that they could have a life together with with another man and have a home and take pride in that home and have friends and invite them around so they were able to lead a life in the apocalypse that in the normal course of history might not have been possible for them so it's actually kind of interesting to think it through that lens like the apocalypse made it possible for them to have that life together so for them i think the answer is i want to be with that person um i don't i don't think they would choose to be alone in the normal world versus be together in apocalypse but i think for like a joel and tess yeah that 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 is harder but again i'm tapping out real quick i'm i'm in the apocalypse so i'm i would rather just not have to choose in my personal I'm right there opinion. With you. Man, I'm there with you. Anyone else? David, what did you think about that episode? I loved it. I mean, it was my... I don't see... Maybe when we get to the last episode of the season, maybe. I don't see myself having a one that I like more than that one. Mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. was... A, not... Like I said, it's been a very long time since I watched that playthrough. So getting to see that story and it's still feeling really new. Like that was an amazing way to tell a story in the middle of all of this, like just dreary and fucking shit every day to just be able to take a breath and see something like that was um, very welcome, especially after seeing what happened to Tess. Um, Man. Yeah. Like have like going from that to this was a was a perfect timing, but then also um perfectly executed. Yeah. Even the way that they flashed back to it, because you know, they're walking along the street and they see that that piece of cloth mm-hmm. and then they flash back to who was wearing it on the day of the the evacuation. Yeah. The way they cut scene to it, that was just it let you know that was it was, shit was about to get real. Yeah. Um I like the Bill and Frank episode because for me, it kind of put some care towards, uh, I guess, the the Joel and Ellie story. Because up to now, you're trying to, Joel doesn't really have a connection to her. Tessa's last words to him were save who you can save. But Bill's letter to him where he's like, look, men like us, this is what we do. We keep, you know, we keep the ones we love safe. Yeah. Um, you know, this is this is why we're doing it. And at this point, he's lost Sarah trying to protect her. He's lost Tess trying to protect her. And then here's Bill saying, "Look, this is the the, the men that we are. This is what we do. We protect those that we love. This is we protect the ones worth saving." So that kind of, I feel like turned it on for Joel. He was kind of already there anyway from what Tess was saying, but I feel like that did it. So this episode kind of brought some. Meaning, I feel like, to Joel's protection of Ellie. Yeah. But. I also really loved in the 
in that episode where they are attacked by raiders and Frank wakes up. <laughs> Bill's already in the street fucking firing. Just he's got a man. He's just ready. He's out there. He's waging his own personal war. Frank wakes up. There's raiders at the gate. Um, Bill gets shot and Bill doesn't think he's going to survive this bullet shot bullet to the gut and he's telling Frank like fine Joel Joel will take care of you so even the letter where he's just like I never really liked you he knows whether or not he liked Joel was not the issue he knows that Joel is able to and will protect the people that he loves and cares for and Frank and Bill became a part of that extension so I just I really liked that little moment um it took me out of the Bill and Frank story for a little bit but then it but it did it for the right reason because it reconnected me to why we were there. And it was Joel is capable. Joel can do this. A guy mm-hmm. like Bill is not going to tell Frank, just go out there and hide. He's going to send his, the love of his life to the person he thinks can protect him. So um, that was such a, that, that meant a lot to me to see um, that really signaled to me why we're with Joel and, and that he can do this. Oh, Man, or, or Bill, or Frank. Or Bill. But I liked how they went out together. I, I was like, "There's no way Bill is just going to kill Frank and then just sit alone for the rest of his life." Same. So, same. Was not surprised that there was already drugs in the wine bottle. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but back in episode two, Tess was bitten. There are four, so three, I think three that we've seen so far types of zombies. Um, the first is the runner where it's a brand new infection, they literally will run after you mm-hmm. um, and just try to bite you and infect you. That's when the fungus is first taking over. Um, then we've got the stalkers who, which I don't, we see them here, but I think they're different in the game. In the game, they literally do, it says they will stalk you like in the dark and try to kill you, which sounds terrifying. I don't like that. But no, in, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but in this world, they've got a little bit more fungus on them and they just walk around and just kind of just look creepy and they've got the little things that come out of their mouth and that's what got test Ugh. Ugh. no thank you um and then the third we've got the clickers which we saw in independence hall heads are split open and then the only way that they can um kind of hear is through echo location and that clicking sound that they make. and people try to actively live through all of this mind-boggling to me mind-boggling no thank you David, which can you beat up in a fist fight? I feel like, I mean, I feel like I, I have to believe I can take a runner. You can take a runner. Yeah. If if okay. if Joel can take a runner, I can take a runner. Okay. If I feel Ellie, like Joel takes on a lot. If Ellie in the game can can take on a runner, I can take, I can, yeah, I can do a runner. Okay, that one makes more sense. A grown man makes less sense than a child. I'm also a grown man. Yeah, but <laughs> he is a he he is very seasoned at what he does. He was a general contractor. I've been to actual war. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of actual war, is there any so the fact that they're the government is rounding people up in trucks and taking them out and mass murdering. No, that's on par. Any... Hmm. That surprised you? 
How how no, dystopian? Oh, okay, that, that's not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like, are there any code words I should like look at? Not that I I don't think I'll be around around that long anyway. But any code words I should look out for? Anything that I should be like, huh? There's a truck coming. We get to the bunk. No, okay. I nah. think when the radio goes silent, you go underground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, it did not surprise me. I think the checkpoints being set up so soon and them just not even attempting to, like with the whole Sarah and Joel thing, I think that that surprised me. I think how quickly all of that happened. Yeah, that was a but, weird yeah. choice to just yeah. kill them. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The evacuation, no. So, I don't know. Uh, episode four, we get to see not so much the zombies being the uh, horror, as David put it earlier, but you have the people again, and we meet Kansas City Kathleen, who felt very Nazi-ish to me at first when she's, you know, talking to a doctor and running down a list of family names, asking where they are mm-hmm. and uh, what their locations oh, were. Yeah. Um, this episode was probably, I, I liked it. Um, cause it, we didn't start out with this, but I, I don't know this one, I think just from that perspective was probably my least favorite so far. I think. I don't, I don't want to say it like in terms of we have to rank them. Like I, I, I enjoyed the episode. I don't think I enjoyed it yeah. as much as any of the other ones yet. Right. But I mean, I, but I still liked it a lot. I know. I think they're the 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 writers of the show were talking about how they wanted to humanize the group because in the game they're just a group that you are an obstacle you kill them and yeah. you, you move on. In this, they wanted to give them a face, give them a human, give them a story, and I don't know if I wanted that <laughs> uh, when I was when they were on the screen and you know just basically hunting down families. I was like, I don't want to see this. I'd rather go back to the zombies, please. Um, I don't know. And then the Kathleen choice is just kind of weird to me. Cause I was like, I, I, again, not that I, women do the work. I just, she's just, was just a weird choice to me as someone that everyone is listening to. I don't know. It was just kind of strange to me. Okay. Shauna, what were your episode four thoughts? Um, I hear you. Cause <laughs> I mean, if we're all being honest, women are going to become second-class citizens again pretty quickly in the apocalypse. So it does seem kind of strange that they are rallying around her, but we don't know why they're rallying around her yet. It seems like she has a cause that they all really align with, and it's not because of her necessarily, but because of what she's trying to accomplish. So her goal seems very noble to them, I guess, but we don't know what that goal is yet. So... I think that in the scope of the show, it really is just kind of showing like 20 years into an apocalypse, anybody can be a killer and anybody can become ruthless um, because it's like, what else are you going to do in this world? But yeah, I I love, what's her name? Melanie Linsky. She's great. I was happy to see her turn up. I thought they said that that group was like a revolutionary group. And they took down yeah. the Fedra. Well, they because they were in the QZ in Kansas City, right? Because that's Ellie's like, look, the QZ. And Joel's yeah. like, oh, shit, put your buckle up. Like, put your buckle on. Like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, they they basically were just saying like let's topple Fedra, the the apocalyptic government. Um, let's take back our city. Let's be free people, free thinkers, and all those things. But it, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where now we have to grapple with who's on the right side. And I think that that was teed up with all of the conversations in the truck around Tommy being a joiner and him joining the army and then him joining the fireflies and then him like he's Mm -hmm. always looking for a cause and so i think that kind of teed up what we saw happening in kansas city was yeah like who's on the right side who's on not like people will join together like people will do that people are just looking for a cause to rally behind because again like what other what what other motivation do you really have like in this society and this in this setting a lofty cause is one lofty cause is as good as another, I guess, to mm-hmm. violently get behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, I think we're, I think it's teeing us up for like a longer conversation on, you know, who's right, who's wrong. Because even Joel's little thing in the stairwell, when Ellie's like, "Have you killed people?" and he's kind of been like, "Well, I've been on both sides." It's like, okay, so, you, but what, which side is which? We don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't give us any details on which was the right side or which was the wrong side. He's just said he's been on both. I don't know if there's a right or a wrong side in any of this. I think that's... I mean, I think you can have a group of people trying to live. Huh? Just a group... What's the right side? Just a group of people. Like the the group that Frank was traveling with. They weren't out to raid anything. They were just trying to get to another QZ so they could just live... Oh, I see what you mean. I was just thinking among like the fireflies and then the mm. revolutionaries and right. then the government. I was that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, just normal people just trying to eat every day. Yeah. Yes. Also, I would imagine fire. the group that isn't hanging people in the town square is the Man, is the good one. Just because they went outside the wall. Yeah. God. So. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's never a good look. Right. No. Yeah. Mm. Um. So. We talked about the zombies in this game, and then the fact that this this is a game. It's a it's a game that they made into a TV show. Um, none of us have played it, but is there a game that similar to this where Correct. you're like, hmm, just really- just real quick question? I have played it. I physically turned the game one. No, you didn't. I walked. I walked around because the bedroom. I went into the hallway and I turned it off. Play. Yeah. I've seen the game, and I've seen how long you're actually in that house. You're not in that house very long. Oh, buddy, I was in that house for all of <laughs> three and a half minutes. Yeah, and I was like, before... "There's you need to play it. No more spookies, please." Yeah, I, I didn't even. Like, I didn't even get to look downstairs. What's what? I was about to say, what scares you? Because nothing really happened. Nah, just house. just. A, I mean, because I'm telling you, it's it feels like like just sitting there, and I'm talking about. Back then, not now, when everybody now the games like you know, everybody knows the front to back. But back then, once I realized, oh shit, there's like scary shit in this game. My brain was just like, yo, it's gonna go real bad, real fucking quick. And the whole mood when she first wakes up is it's it's eerie as shit. Yeah, and I couldn't get through it. That's fair. Nope. Yeah. It's actually kind of sad because, you know, the dog Mercy actually makes it to the house and makes it and she takes him outside. In the game, Mercy is barking and all of a sudden the barking just gets cut short. And you're like, oh, Mercy. I so, forgot all about that fucking dog. In the show? In, I, in both. I don't know. I mean, 
I don't remember that part you know, from watching. I, it. Animals. I was also just noticing how there are very little animals in the show. I think you yeah. see Mercy and then you see Bison in episode four. Uh, in between that, you don't really see animals very much. No, it's true. Yeah. So is the fungus not taking over animals? Are people killing animals? I'm sure they're killing or the animals. Just running off. In my mind, the animals made it. They're in a utopia somewhere. They've all run off. Oh, okay. They've left the people behind. That didn't happen. Because Bill was killing and eating them. Yeah, he had rabbit. Yeah. Why did you just do that to me? Where do you think he got it from? Why did you just? Why didn't you just let me have my? Yeah, it definitely wasn't all Chef Boyardee. No, none of it was. He was killing animals every day, probably. I mean, here's the thing, though. I had a nice thought in my head going, and you could have just let me have it. But maybe there's a lack of animals so that the show doesn't really have to address why the cordyceps can, like, jumped from ants to people, but not to other, like, warm-blooded mammals. Yeah. Or maybe because who's fighting for his life right now against pigeon allegations? That a pigeon died on set? What the fuck? Oh, uh... Or seagull. Oh shit! What? It's not Michael Bay. It's it is big, Michael Bay. It's a big. Is it Michael Bay? Yeah, it's Michael Bay, right? Yeah, where was he? Italy or somewhere like that? Where it's like illegal to have an animal die on set? Yeah, and they're trying to bring his ass back to court. So maybe that's what they didn't want to fight. Maybe. <laughs> Shauna, he is alleging that no no animal has died under his watch, and they're saying some disgruntled stagehands are saying yes, they did. Okay. So, All right. Well, he's this... fighting for his life. He's fighting for his life right now, huh? Well, surprising no one, I will say uh, that I do know that The Last of Us was shot in Canada. Um, I don't as soon know. As I heard that. I say I know Sean knows this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know she knows this. I don't think that Canada is that disturbed by the death of seagulls, but it's you know it's been a while since I've visited, so <laughs> why aren't they? I just Shauna. Oh, we're doing saying. that. We're doing that. Okay. <laughs> why aren't they bothered by the death of birds i just yeah i just i don't know i I don't know about the seagull thing we still have the seal hunt but if you don't know anything else after what i said then don't don't ask me any questions then denise don't don't do it then don't do this then (laughs) stop it right now the seal hunt oh no oh i made denise cry I'm not crying yet. Um, I'm going to change the subject. David, you had thoughts and feelings about Tess's kiss of death. That was a very unfortunate way to die. Uh-huh. It was yeah. a very was unfortunate way to die. Ever. And and I would have had to apologize to Joel and Ellie, but I wouldn't have just stood there and taken that. I'd have dipped out of there. Uh, you yeah. would have? Yeah, sorry. Like, d- we just gotta keep running. When Dip got gone, where? Because she was bit, so she was about to turn into them. Cool. So where's she going? I don't know. I'm just gonna turn then. Maybe once it gets to a certain point, they'll just leave me the fuck alone. But I would not have taken that shit in the mouth. I know that. That wouldn't happen. I wonder if, because one of the things that I was wondering is she is already bitten. So I guess, maybe, I guess I'm sure the fungus is smart enough to know this, but I just wonder at, what's the point at that point of infecting her further? If she's about to turn into one of you anyway. Right. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it didn't know that because it didn't have time to really set in her. But it did mm-hmm. say, like, you get bit in the neck. It said you got, like, two to four hours on that poster. So 
Yeah, you saw, like, that was getting progressively worse. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when it came up and it started just tongue kissing her, I was like, just give her a few minutes. She'll be right there with you. Right. And I think that's why... I think that's why he was not really running over there. He was like, here, just take this shit. And maybe that's why she couldn't move. Maybe she was just, like, already starting to be taken over. That's what I was going to say, David. I've seen a couple of takes on this online, and one of them is that, yeah, the, the fungus was in her system enough to say nah you're just gonna stay right here and so she was paralyzed by the fungus but still conscious and so that's where it kind of plays with like it hadn't made it way to her brain yet but her muscles were frozen so she couldn't move which is terrifying um the other thing that i had seen was that uh basically if you run away and you move a lot and you struggle, that's when they become aggressive. So she knew if she went kind of more peacefully, it was going to go a little bit more easily for her. Uh, And another take that I saw was more to do, I think this comes up more in the game where she had a son who was turned and Mm -hmm. she couldn't. And a husband. Yeah. And she couldn't like, she couldn't, deal with them so she kind of locked them in the basement and and walked away forever just but the son she killed just the son thank you denise mm-hmm. uh but then mm-hmm. because again because they're all interconnected there's also kind of this idea that they're they're not only connected physically through the fungus but they're also kind of a hive mind so there was an idea that was floating around online that she was kind of surrendering to this in order to connect with her son again before she killed herself. So there's a lot of different takes on it, but to see it, the visuals of that were so disturbing. And then to pair it with any of those interpretations made it so much worse, either that she was trapped inside her body or that she was desperate for connection with her son, like all of those things. This is why the show keeps me up at night. It it fucks with me so much. The scientist in the first episode that said that the fungus acts like a puppeteer. And in that episode, the guy was on the ground and it literally went into his fingers and lifted his fingers. And I screamed. No, thank screamed. You. And then it came out of his mouth again and just into her mouth. I just. I... Yeah. Thank God for Zippo, though, because uh, it came through in the clutch. Because I was very worried about her and the fact that she could not get that thing lit. Same. Very much so. same. Great dramatic Ooh. television. So, I don't... We haven't really talked much about Ellie. I know we've kind of talked about Joel. What are our thoughts on Ellie? And do you... It's taken me a little bit to kind of connect to her and care if she lives or not. Or if she makes it to wherever she's going. Like I said, episode three kind of helped propel that along to me but i'm not really connected to her yet i don't feel like i am how do you all feel about her i I think i think you're right i don't really feel i mean i i like her as an actress and i don't mind the character but yeah i don't feel a i don't i don't feel anything yet i'm sure it's going to change because i mean i i know what's coming and i'm excited for that so i'm sure it's going to change as everything starts to ramp up I I think I'm in the same boat and I think that I kind of think that the way the show is developing these characters is that 
I mean, I've seen Joel's very tragic backstory. By the way, I am about to turn 37. So the fact that he was turning 37 in the first episode where the like infection outbreak happened, I felt very attacked, very attacked. I was like, what the hell is this? Um, But I think even then you're not like, I don't feel like Joel has emoted enough for me to even care that much about him. Like I just, I know he's capable. I know he can make it in this world. So that's, and I know he's suffered loss. That's, but I think everybody has at this point. Uh, So I think the way that the show is setting it up is I will care about Ellie when I care about Joel and vice versa. I think I'm going to care about their relationship more than I'm going to care about either one of them being the ultimate survivor. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I think that I think that's the journey that I'm on cuz I agree. I'm not I think Ellie is, you know, funny at times. I also think, yeah, fuck you kid, like fuck these kids. Um at times cuz she's just so such a rebellious 14-year-old or 15-year-old whatever she's meant to be. Um but yeah, I, I think I think I care I think I will care about how they navigate the world together more than I care necessarily about them as individuals. No, that's that's exactly how I feel too. No, it's not. If if (laughs) if I weren't watching the two of them together, I I wouldn't be able to watch them separately. I wouldn't. It wouldn't intrigue me. Yeah. Um, watching them together is, I is going to keep me interested in this show. Um, Joel by himself because he doesn't care about anything. So it was just kind of just watching a depressed man walk around every day. It wasn't anything worth watching. Yeah, I mean, he was with Ellie for, what, no, he was with Tess for, like, 15 years or something, and he wouldn't even say, like, my girlfriend or anything. Like, he is so emotionally detached from everyone. Which, again, I feel like in an apocalypse, you kind of have to be. I mean, you're not wrong, but I don't know. I just feel like, especially in the episode with Bill and Frank, where they're like, we're going to get married, and they just, they were so committed to each other, and Tess never had that from Joel. And in her dying moments and dying days, she was like, I know you never felt the same way, whatever, but like, you do owe me at least this much. And it just, yeah, he's, he's checked out. Any final thoughts on the episodes in the show so far? Anything that you thought about that you like, that you don't like? Well, I'm definitely excited to watch it now. I think you've made it interesting. (laughs) So, I'm glad we could help. Episode two. Eric is feeling better. I can't watch it. We have to watch together, so he just hasn't been feeling well. But yeah, once once we'll get, we'll watch it all, and I'll, I'll join in. Episode for... two is creepy. It gives full uh, Velociraptor vibes from Jurassic Park for sure. Uh, when they're in Independence Hall, I, I did not. My anxiety did not like that part mm-hmm. at all. So, yeah, you should watch it with the lights on. I'd say full daylight noted yeah one one tidbit that i did like and it's something that i think you could either only appreciate on a rewatch or only appreciate after waiting a few weeks to watch and reading all the spoilers which is absolutely my style is that at the end of episode one the radio comes on and it's an 80s song and only after watching bill and frank's episode do you realize that they have they've been gone for a while like they've been gone for a few weeks at that point because even in episode one they had already they'd already committed suicide they'd already died by suicide so 
But yeah, it, it, on the first watch, you don't know. You're like, oh, 80s. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you, I didn't know that was the 80s. I had no idea what that song was. Yeah, it was 80s. I still don't. I just saw it was Depeche Mode. I think that's what Yeah, it's Level Terrace Apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but at that point, Bill had not reset the counter, so we know that it wasn't that there was trouble. It was just that they had, they had died. They were dead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and very thoughtful at that to leave the window open and the lights still on. Very thoughtful of them. That was all Frank. For you sure. think that was Frank? No, Frank for sure was like, let's leave the window open for Joel. We know he'll be the one that finds us. We don't want to, like, you know, offend his senses. So there's definitely a, a Frank call, not a Bill. Bill would be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Bill leaving that letter lets me know that he, he did give a fuck. Yeah. Cause I don't th- I don't think Frank right. was worried about leaving that letter for anybody. I think that was Bill's decision. No, that's yeah, he definitely wrote that before he uh, put the medicine in the. Yeah. In the oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Bill's a softie. Didn't want to admit it. Um, any video game that you have not seen adapted into a TV show yet or a movie yet that you would want so badly for someone to do. Mm. David, take the floor. <laughs> I know they're doing Fallout already. Oh. I mean that that was probably my What's Fallout. It's a another post-apocalyptic game. Oh God, I can't. It's a okay. nuclear war, and then uh, you're the survivor oh, no. of a of a vault. I don't know where it's, I don't know what vault it's going to be, where the game's going to be set, but or the show's going to be set. But yeah, um, how many people are alive after this nuclear war? Uh, a bunch of people. Other stuff too, but also people. Oh, other stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you want to see that into a TV show? I would love oh, to. Oh, no, they're, they're doing it. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they are doing it. So I'm waiting on that. Um, one that, one that I, I mean, maybe they're doing it. I don't know, but Bioshock would be a good one. Either the first one or, or Infinite. Not not the second one, but what's Bioshock? Well, in the first one, it, you end up in this underworld city, and you're trying to, ba- well, you you get tricked into helping this guy. You think you're doing a good thing. In reality, mm-hmm. you're really just helping the bad guy this whole time, and he's been gaslighting you. Um, <gasps> oh, God. Is it like Ender's Game? No. And then, oh. but the third one, well... No, because in this game it was like a like he was in like this academy and they were all no, it's, it's not like that. Shauna and David are like talking their own language right now. I have no idea. Well, I'm surprised she's never played Bioshock. Like I figured she'd have played. I it. have I have not played Bioshock. I just I, Ender's Game was the the book and I guess the movie was okay, but the book was really good. Oh, but yeah, but there was a movie touch point. And the third the third Bioshock you. Again, you think you're the good guy, and it turns out you're not. You're a piece of shit. Um, and then you effectively die at the end of it. But it's a really good story. Spoilers. <laughs> so you want like dark and serious games? Yeah, I don't want. I, I'm sorry, but I, I don't. I, I genuinely do not really give a fuck if Mario Brothers turns turn into a, a movie, like because whatever it is is bullshit and. There's no real thought behind it. It's just a money grab. So to have a to have a game with narrative depth and and like actually something that's worthy of a writer's attention to turn into a show, yeah. Mm. 
But not like fucking Smash Brothers or something like that. No. Like, who gives a shit? Unless your answer is going to be Smash Brothers. And then, hey, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Denise is like, let me talk about Smash Brothers. <laughs> My bad, man. <laughs> was this, was your answer Smash Brothers? I feel so, it wasn't Smash Brothers, but it was cool. Oh, man. No, it's a, good, Party? It's, it's a good idea. Yeah, they can play all sorts of games together. Yay. You know what? My thought was, Shauna, you go, because I, I feel... I... No, I, I really think we <laughs> need to know. Something else real quick. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I feel like I have to do the class project, and someone went before me, and theirs was so good. I just need to do last-minute edits to mine real quick. <laughs> okay, so mine are probably influenced by some recency bias, uh, but... I really love the Horizon Zero Dawn series, and I've been really binging Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, That'd be a good one. But that that's happening. Like, it's already under development. I think it's Amazon uh, Prime, but I'm hoping it's Amazon Prime, like, Rings of Power, and not Amazon Prime uh, Paper Girls, which I'm still pissed about them doing an amazing first season and then canceling it, or just saying, not for us. So, I don't know. I feel like I I don't know how that's going to go. It's a very, there's a lot of stuff going on in that one. There's a lot of plots kind of happening. So how they turn it into a TV series, I'm going to be really interested in what stays and what gets cut. Um, And then I haven't played God of War Ragnarok, but I have started and restarted and restarted uh, the God of War series and i know that that's also being turned into a tv series so we'll see how that goes so there is a lot of video game adaptations coming and then the other one is the witcher which was great and then so you don't have you one, know yeah. Geralt of rivia fucked everybody <laughs> so yeah they're they're doing the stuff i want to see is the is the short version of what all i just said everything i just said um but again, I would have it's thought, recency bias. I'm, I'm, I'm playing all those games. So. I would have thought you were going to be the person that would campaign to see a Zelda show. Okay, look, it's... it's. Oh, God damn it, David. How well do you know me? It's on my fucking paper, too. But I went with the other ones. You went with all the other ones that were already shows? Well, because... Okay, listen. <laughs> listen. I wrote down Breath of the Wild, and then I thought... Link doesn't say anything. How do they do they, that? And I was just writers, thinking it through, and I was like, "But I think I like. I think I like that he doesn't say anything. I don't know. I don't know if I want Link to have a personality. Okay, <laughs> but it is on there. It's like the number three. I talked about the top two, and I was like, I I'll just save Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom coming soon. Since so she didn't have trailer? one, I would also like to say Mass Effect would be a great one. Denise, another post-apocalyptic game. No, it's a space Excuse one. Me. Shut up. I had three. <laughs> I had three. They're just coming. They didn't count because they were already. Look, two didn't count. Two seasons deep or in development. Fine, two didn't count because they are in development. One does, except that I'm just not sure how I want to see Link on screen. Legend of Neil, though, that was a good one. Do you guys remember the web series Legend of Neil? That was no. great. <gasps> okay, I'm gonna figure. Yeah. I'm gonna figure Den- out a way to, for you to all watch it. Denise, what was your? 
So I had to do a quick Google real quick to try to find something. Um, you had one. One of them already said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them, it already <laughs> said what Shauna said, Horizon Forbidden West or whatever. And then the God of War. And then I saw Stray. And I was like, ooh, that'd oh, be cool. Oh, that would but be good. I saw that it was about a, a separate a cat that was separated from his friends and family and trying to get back to oh, the you never, Oh, you never played Stray? Like, never played it. But then I also realized that that's also kind of the point of every Disney movie is like a, an animal is just trying to find his way back to his friends and family. But then I also don't, I would get sad watching a cat. Stray, Stray would trouble. be cool. I, I, it got me a little bit at the beginning. Like I almost cried when he got separated from his, from his family. Cause they're all, they're all meowing See? at you and you're meowing back. And then you, <gasps> nope. but, nope, nope, nope. but then when he actually gets into the city, and, Cause there's, there's no, a robot? yeah, there's no people or a drone or something there. Yeah. Well, I mean, every, well, every quote unquote person you meet is a robot in the game. Cause all the people are dead. I'm assuming, Oh. but yeah. Oh. And it's just a adventure of you trying to get back home. I think it'd be pretty cool. That'd yeah, be a pretty cool. I, like I said, uh, I what do they call Like espresso presentation thing, not a show, but a good hour and do that. Uh, my original, my original answer, um, was to, to kind of do a mashup of Mario Kart with Fast and the Furious, because I feel like there's enough of the Fast and the Furious characters, so they could each take on the amount of people that are in Mario Kart. And with all the worlds that they have, like Rainbow Road, and, you know, the new levels where you're in Tokyo, and a few other places, and like the Ninja Gardens and stuff like that, like... Those would be pretty cool to just kind of race through. And like Vin Diesel could be like Donkey Kong or something. And they'd have like obstacles while they're driving around. Denise, Denise, did you see SNL last week? No. Okay. I don't watch SNL. Okay. Did you also smoke before we started recording? (laughs) No. Okay. You know I don't play video games that much. So the games I do play are like party games. That is so, true. That's true. So Mario Party was one of them, but then I thought, okay, there's kind of squid games. So it would kind of, that's kind of already been done. So then I was like, well, what's another game? Oh, Mario Kart, Fast and Furious. And they went to space. So Rainbow Road has kind of already done it. You just do it, just go all the way with it. Yeah. Was but to what Sean is saying, watch the SNL Pedro Pascal, they do like a serious Mario like trailer. It's pretty but funny. But it's great because it's about the Mushroom Kingdom. And it's so it's kind of a spoof on The Last of Us. Oh, and it's but Mario it's Kart. Also yeah. Mario Kart. It's Mario Kart? Yeah. But it gritty... did it look like it would work? No. <laughs> no, it did not. It looked ridiculous. I... I will say of no. all of the all of the SNL parodies that they did, that one was very well executed. Did it look like it would work for real? No, but it was it very well executed. It was very funny. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, I mean, that's all. As far as games go, that's all I got. I try to get into games. It's just it's so hard. Outside of Candy Crush, I can't. I try. You like cozy games? That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't do Animal Crossing. Like, that's not anything I can do. No. And Street Fighter's already, unfortunately, been done. So, I mean, that's all I got. Okay. I feel like the Mario Kart Fast and Furious mashup could work, though. That's all that's, that's all that matters, that you feel that. Yep. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. Nobody else has to feel that. Just, just you. 
director. So it's the right network, the right director, the right writers. Yeah. And you got the ground. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope it happens for you. Me too. I mean, I'm not gonna try to do it. Someone listening. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I hope it. I hope it's something that you get the experience in your in your lifetime. Thank you. Me too. We'll if it makes you feel better, Denise, write above, like right in the same area of Breath of the Wild that David called me uh-huh. out on is also Spyro the Dragon. I would like to see a Spyro the Dragon TV adaptation. I thought you were about to say it's also Mario Kart. <laughs> No. <laughs> if it helps my if if I if I had to have like a goofy one, it would be Earthworm Jim. That'd be fun. Well, that makes that's very on brand for you. Let's just Ooh, they could do a Kingdom Wasn't Hearts. that a show at what point though? Didn't they have an Earthworm Jim? Was Earthworm Jim a show? Oh man, if it, I hope not. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, no, in Kingdom Hearts, they haven't really done like a Kingdom Hearts though, like right yet. That would be that would be I don't think so. that would be not uh would I would I want to see Kingdom Hearts? Because I feel like it would just be real Disney heavy. It would be super Disney heavy, yeah. Like like but they, they would just kind of shove the cameos down your throat. I I don't know if I want it. I don't know. That'd be kind of like the point. Kind of like what was the show? Um, hap- not happily ever after. What was that show? Fuck my life. Where they were in Storybrooke, Storybrooke Land, Storybrooke. Oh, Once Upon a Time. There we there go. There it is. It'd be like yeah. that. Yeah. Did yes. you like that show? For the first few seasons, yeah. And then you got sick of it getting shoved down your throat. Like, well, I mean, oh, now we're doing Cinderella. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah. You had to te- <laughs> like, that, yeah, that, I, got I remember that because it didn't even really say anything. Through. It was like the, uh, like when the season before, like right before the season started, they did the Frozen one. It just yep. went icy over the screen. Everybody was like, oh, they're doing Frozen. It was like, that's got not- a lot. Yeah. Got to be a lot. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I got excited in Kingdom Hearts when I'm running through and I'm in, you know, Hercules' town. I'm in Mount Olympus. And then I'm over here and I can go to Ratatouille's little world. I like that. You mean Disneyland? Okay. You like Disneyland? You know I love Disneyland. <laughs> oh, well then, okay. Then you like Disneyland. Oh, what? It's anyway. <laughs> you know what? You want me. First four episodes out of Five zombie brains. What are we giving it? Oh boy. Wait, we're gonna do it, all four overall? All four overall? Where Out of five? Do? Oh yeah. No, that's wait. So that's I go for I go, I go four. I go four out of five. Four out of five brains. What do brains have to I think it was more I like zombies like brains? Mushrooms. Yeah, but Fine. these Mushrooms. ones don't want brains. No, they just wanna they just want more for their hive mind. Yeah, I just think zombies and brains. Okay, mushrooms. Four out of five. Okay, mushrooms. yeah, like four. Yeah, four out of five. Uh, okay. That fourth episode, man. I mean, and it was it was good. It was informative. Um, it's gonna. Be, I guess it was a pretty decent bridge to whatever's coming next. But it. Yeah, ran... at the end we see Henry and Sam. Yeah. Um. And that's gonna. Oof, yeah. That was gonna rip rip me apart. Yeah. So, I, man, I remember that story. Because yeah. I was finally, oh, it's like, oh, sh-, like watching the movie in the game. It's like, oh, black people. That was Ooh. another thing, too. Yeah. In the game, Sam was a little older. And in this one, Sam is a child. Yep. Sam is a baby. 
He, I mean, he was pretty much a baby in the last. He was a, he was a. He was not as young as he is now to where he's like drawing superheroes and has a mask on his drawing. Yeah. He's like a. I, he's just seems so infant like in this. And show they already person. told you they'll put a they'll dump a kid into a fire pit. So I mean. Yeah. Shit, they, they've killed how many kids on this show now? Three: the baby, Sarah, the baby, and then Sarah, little dude. Well, I mean, little, and yeah. and. And on the record, they handled that killing that little kid very well. Like I saw that officer got a lot of bullshit online. People said she was heartless and cruel. I thought she did an amazing job. And you can kind of see it when they put the needle in and she's just trying to like smile at him. Her eye kind of twitches a little bit. She did. The actress did an amazing job. And I think she did a good job of showing that like it's something they have to do. They know it because he's infected, but they're still, they're still people and they still hurt him. But you know, I have to do that right. type of shit. Yeah. I yeah, I second all of that. Like she was like, You're safe. Like she she did all the things to comfort him and make that easy if he was in there. If that little boy was still that little boy, like she did everything that you would want. Didn't he answer her at some point though? Like it was kind of slow, but he was like little, like a little bit answering. I don't her. know if he actually spoke any words. I think he was more nodding, but I could be wrong. Well, I mean, the fact that he was like he was not he yeah, was, like, yeah, responding yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he was still in there for somewhat. And I think that and, is kind of what yeah. made her kind of hold his hand and, you know, yeah. everything's going to be okay because she saw there was still a, a little bit of a human in him. Yeah. 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 Oh. I'm sad she got hate online. Yeah. I didn't know she did. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, you know, Twitter's not a real place sometimes. So mm. shit happens. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So David gives it four out of five. Shauna, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna go four and a half out of five, mm-hmm. and for the same reason, the the fourth episode was slow, and I think the other episodes can really stand on their own, and I do think that the fourth episode, like David was saying, is setting us up for this the back half of this show, and I think it's setting us up for. Um, all of the pain and heartache and uh, nightmares that we can that we can handle. Yeah. Super. Oh man. Super. But yeah. four four and a half for sure. Because if if episode four had been able to stand on its own, I would say five out of five. But I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, maybe looking back after the back half and I see what it was doing and the load that it was carrying, it's very possible that I'm like, fuck that. No, that that's a perfect episode. I don't know yet. I don't know what it is about episode four because four had a lot of good stuff in it. Yep, it had it did. where Ellie, you know, yep. was facing where you, you, you think this whole time she's this this tough kid, and then she has a, a a moment where she has to shoot somebody and she can't finish the job, which understandable. Uh, and this person begging for his life, and Joel having to do what he has to do, and a few other things. So it had a lot in it. I don't know what it was, but I don't know if it was just Kathleen. I don't know what it was. Episode four took me out of it just a little bit. Yeah, it was great. It it could just be because it followed episode three, which is like a perfect episode of television. That's it. It might just be like recency. Like you go from Bill and Frank to this. Like you just, you can't meet episode three bar every week. And it could have just been that. Well, no, I mean, episode one and two were great too. I just, there was something about four. And like I said, I don't, it might have just been Kathleen. I, I don't know what it was, 
because four had good moments. Had, had, it was great. Yeah. yeah. But something in it, it was just like, oh, I, when I did the rewatch, I paid less attention to that episode. There was something about it. I didn't, I, I didn't really watch it like the second time through. I was kind of, it was on, but I didn't really. And that's weird. Cause like you said, it was a lot of good stuff in it. Like when, when, she, when she shot him and he was just like, oh, hey, look, man, it's cool. Don't even worry about it. My name is Brian. We're not fighting anymore. We good. And then he realized he couldn't walk. He couldn't feel his legs and all sort of shit. Like, like that shit was. And he's begging. It crying. got. It got so uncomfortable in the best way possible. And it went on for so much longer than you wanted it to go on long. You know, my like, man said, right. "Drop me off at my mom's house. She's right up the street. Take me to my mama." I yeah, almost lost it. Yeah, almost. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, episode four had really amazing scenes in it. I don't know what it was. I, ha- I don't even have any notes on episode four. I didn't take notes on that episode. Wait, so what's your rating? For the whole, for one through four, like yeah. 4.5. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Strong series. <laughs> strong, strong series. I just. I might, I might, I might have to jump strong. up to 4.5. And it's terrible. Old boy begging for his life, I think, gets me up to 4.5. Cause now that like now that like now that I'm going back through it again, I don't know. Really? If, I don't know if I could have killed him. They might have got me on that one. Would have got me. Cause I, sure. well, I'm man. tapping out. I'm not. I'm not even there. So what am I talking about? Shauna <laughs> said, "I don't even know what y'all are talking about." Cause I'm not seeing that. No, I'm not putting myself in that position. I am tapping out. Nope. We gonna get some kind of like self-harm warning just so everybody knows we're not talking about like actually doing it just like in everyday situations we're talking about like the apocalypse happens like if we're going to just sit there and live through it or if we're just like you know what now let's just go ahead and get it out the way now that's that's what we're discussing not any sort of like real world shit (laughs) me fighting to live (laughs) constantly Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Constantly. Every day. Great. Every day. Yep. Fighting to stay alive. Oh yep. my God. Fighting to fighting to make enough money to get some shoestrings. <laughs> and throw children in fire. Absolutely. No. Not. Oh no, man. Thank you. Yeah. Oh man. But thank you for the shout out. Thank you for the the content warning there, uh, David. Yes, we're yes. we're all good. We are because we just keep throwing that. We're out talking there. about. Not, I, I mean, it's I, over I, now. So. <laughs> Hypothetically, it's all Get hypothetical. The fuck out of here. Is there any way to edit this out and put it at the front? <laughs> I mean, because we already said this shit like twenty five times. <laughs> I feel like every kid's just like sprinkling allegedly on it. <laughs> I was gonna end the episode with a um with a quiz. It's like how would we? How would you do in a zombie apocalypse? We don't there's need no, there's no fucking need. No, we know. But okay, okay, let's answers. say let's say let's say let's say we had to we had to try to live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what so what's the quiz if you have to try to live? Listen listen, let me let me find it. Because the very first questions are like, it? how many survival books? Oh, you like shut it all the way down. Huh? Listen, you shut it all the way down. A survival it's just wait to say, um, hold on. Cause it's basically like how many, let's start with the basics. Have you read any kind of survival handbook or education material to survive in nature? No. Listen, listen, that? here's the thing though. What, like my 
my plan, like I said, is to uh-huh. get ga- to gather. Obviously, it is to gather all the supplies that you need. Put it on wheels, but not a car, like a wagon. You don't want to be on the road. It's not a good plan. Um, but you want to have like a wagon, and you want to get all the supplies that you can. You want to get am I getting a wagon from. Well, I have a toddler, so I have one. But you do you. <laughs> Then you want to get to the people that you know and love, and you want to avoid the oh, rest. Also, they're three, they're listen, five hours by car. Th- so you find the closer ones, or you get away from them. That's it's it's a simultaneous goal: get to the people you loved, and if you and get away from everybody else. So do both if you can. Pick one or the other. The other thing that I would do is get to the library. Everybody else is looting pharmacies and whatever. I'm going well, to the library. I'm stealing books. I'm stealing books on survival. I'm stealing books on edible plants. I am stealing books on how to get through this long term instead of trying to go to the absolute slaughterhouse that is going to be a pharmacy or a grocery store or whatever. Or toilet paper. Thank you, America, for that. (laughs) The next question, David, is can you hunt game? If not, do you know which food can be forged in the wild? Yeah. Library. Library books. Yeah, I could absolutely, yes. Fine, you can do both. Good for you. In the event of an injury, do not treat your own wounds. Yes. Well, actually, now David has, David having military training, he's going to live a lot longer than any of us. One of the the answers that I picked for that is two ibuprofens and wait 10 minutes. That's one of the answers. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. How adaptable to change are you? I'm pre- I, it's looking good for me if I if I decide to try to live through yeah, this well. thing. David, David, when it comes to well. weaponry and combat, can you handle yourself? I've never been in a fight in my life. Yeah. Nope. Hard pass. I'm, I'm, I'm... Have you ever used a firearm before? I haven't. Nope. Yeah. David, you know what? Fine, I'll stay with you. I think. There you Don't go. Fine, David. Not do that. <laughs> <laughs> look, look. David- if 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 we if we can have a real conversation, if if I've if I've made it, um, I can't guarantee I'm going to be a good person. I might I'm, no. I might I might be a raider. <gasps> no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm sorry. I I'm I'm not dumping little kids' bodies in fire pits, you know, and and working in sewers. So, and I'm not going to live like Bill. Like I I don't have that level of self-sufficiency i couldn't do that but i think the raiders do worse things i feel like i wouldn't have to do like i don't have to be a raider that does worse things i could be like a like a lando calrissian of the like the the post-apocalyptic wasteland i wouldn't have to like i'm not killing kids and shit but but they are and you're with them some of them i mean you can't just say raider equals kid killer they're not it's it's, it's, if nah. they're not killing them, they're doing w- probably worse things that we will definitely get canceled for saying. <laughs> oh, God. But they don't have to. They could just be like r- Canadian raiders. Where they, I mean, they're they're going to steal some <laughs> shit, but... They hunt seals. Oh, y'all hunt <laughs> saw seals. That, I saw that coming back. <laughs> they're not above beating children. Well, shit. Uh, to be fair, I think the seal hunt... Oh no, I think it is still legal. I'd have to go. It reminds it. me of the snake hunt on The Simpsons. What was it <laughs> snake? What was that day? Oh yeah, when they they, they had the clubs and they beat the snakes with them. 
Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Um. Well, the rest of the quiz went on to basically talk about situational <laughs> stuff, like. <laughs> With the fireflies and how would you do it in the QZ zone and would you leave and stay and all this other stuff? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to be here, so. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, well. Yeah. So we love it. We're waiting for the next four episodes. In between time, we've got Ant-Man coming out. Yep. Um, yeah. So that'll probably be our next episode. And we've got, I don't even know what else is coming. Is there anything else? What's the next? Oh, Guardians in May. That's yeah, but I said Guardians is in May. Um, yeah, I don't think anything. Do any shows come out between now and then? I think the shows don't start till the summertime, right? I don't know, and, and and that's something I was actually I don't know what it is, but they were talking about Disney and how they're having to lay off people, and they've lost millions of subscribers in the that's first true. quarter of this year. There's not a lot of content that's been coming out on Disney Plus that's worth keeping it. Yeah, it has been. They so, just don't announce anything. Have you watched National Treasure? It's actually pretty fucking good. I have not seen anything like that. No, the show show that Disney Plus has that just came out that they didn't advertise for some reason. No. Strange Planet. It's a good movie. It's on there now. Haven't seen it, but they definitely did no promotion for that. They've done like entire... have Have you seen that whole Jeff Goldblum show they got? It's good as shit. Like eats ice cream? He he does ice cream, does like virtual reality shit, I think, plays okay. video games at some point. They got a whole fucking show about Jeff Goldblum doing all sorts of awesome shit, just being him. They didn't advertise it whatsoever. I don't it seems like they were almost egotistical about launching a streaming service. Like they were like, Hey, we're Disney, so we don't really have to advertise this thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they thought they could get away with that. That is weird. But there's a a lot of great shows up there that they just decided you didn't need to know about. So, mm, yeah. Not great. No. Well, oh well. Well, we will be back next time talking about Ant-Man and my baby Kane. Woo! Do no wrong in my eyes if you ask me. I think he's going to kill a it's kid probably in this in this movie, so. I mean, listen. <laughs> I was about to say something that was. So hold back, hold back. <laughs> I'm going, don't I had to don't. Bite, literally. I had to literally bite my tongue. We made it through this whole episode. We're not going <laughs> to do it now. <laughs> I had to actually bite. You know my what's tongue. fun? In a in a in a bit of, and I don't know if we edit this out or keep it in. Mariah was 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 with earlier, and then something happened, and she ended up having to drop out. And she sends a text because she was the one who started this stream. And she's like, I don't know how you guys are going to end this. <laughs> and I look up and there's no real stop recording thing up here. Nope. We could so, just no. I think we, we all yeah, we all just have to we all just have to leave to end this. <laughs> oh, and we man. just got a text saying that someone has labeled our live stream for kids. So Ooh, we're gonna have to change that. You made a you made a fucking mistake. <laughs> so I'll so take a swig of whiskey. Oh, nope. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, thank you.
thank you so much for hanging in with us. If you liked what you heard, definitely subscribe to all the things that we are on. Um, and Instagram, we are on Twitter, we are on Twitch, we are on YouTube, we are on Facebook at The Spirited Nerds. Um, leave us a review and a rating um, on anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Um, and then go back to listen to some of our previous episodes. We've done really good stuff. Peacemaker series, the House of Dragon series. Um, we did uh, a lot of the Disney movies, so Turning Red. A lot of the um, Marvel stuff. Some I don't think a lot of DC stuff. Not yet. I feel like James Gunn is going to turn that around, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and just a lot of just offsite yeah. stuff with video games, cartoons. So just a lot of content for you to go back and listen to. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. And we will see you next time.